You're listening to Comedy Central. January 28, 2020. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. tonight is a comedian just out with a new Amazon special. You know her from Broad City. Ilana Glazer is joining us, everybody. <laughs> also on tonight's show, John Bolton gets unfriended. Elizabeth Warren lets the dogs out. And Donald Trump is locking the door to the country. So let's catch up on today's headlines. <laughs> let's kick it off with some international news involving the British royal family. Recently, Prince Andrew, the third child of Queen Elizabeth, was forced to step back from his royal duties after the public learned about his suspicious friendship with sex offender and suicide victim, Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) And now, the prince's situation is getting even worse. Prince Andrew is under new fire here in the U.S., an American prosecutor issuing the royal a rare public scolding in the investigation into his former friend, the late Jeffrey Epstein. In an unusual move today, the U.S. attorney called out the royal for refusing to answer questions in their investigation of his former friend. Would you be willing to testify or give a statement under oath if you were asked? Well, I'm like everybody else, uh, and and I would have to take um, all the legal advice um, that there was before I was to to do that sort of of thing. But uh, if push came to shove and the legal... <clears throat> the legal advice was to do so, then I would be duty-bound to do so. Okay, I know his mouth said he's willing to cooperate, <laughs> but his head said no like 300 times, and I'm not a body language expert, but that dude's head looks ready to plead guilty. I'm... <laughs> I gotta say, Prince Andrew is one shady-ass prince, right? I bet even Nigerian princes are looking at this guy like, clearly he is lying, huh? <laughs> You cannot trust a single word he is saying. Or my name isn't the Honorable Prince Daniel Wachuku, routing number 80754. (laughs) It's also crazy, it really is crazy to me, that Harry and Meghan have to renounce their royal titles just because they want to live in Canada and work for a living. This guy is protecting his pedophile friend and they're like, yeah, you can stay a prince. Yeah, in fact, why why not take Harry and Meghan's titles too? Long live Prince, Prince Andrew the Princess. Yeah. (laughs) I actually wonder how far this will go because it's a big story. You know, the FBI coming out saying like, Andrew doesn't want to cooperate. What's gonna happen? Are the US authorities gonna, gonna go to Buckingham Palace? Is it gonna be raided by the Navy SEALs? That could get ugly because you know the queen won't go down without a fight. (laughs) Meanwhile, back in America, it's just one week until the first voting in the Democratic primary takes place in Iowa, which means Democrats can't afford to be off the campaign trail for even a minute. And now some candidates are even bringing along their special friends. Bernie had Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez hold a rally for him. Pete Buttigieg had Mandy Moore introduce him. And Elizabeth Warren flipped the script on everybody. 
Well, Senator Elizabeth Warren is stuck in D.C. for the trial. Her most popular campaign partner, Bailey Warren, is campaigning in Iowa. Bailey delivered a speech addressing the ratio of treats <laughs> to belly rubs. And he was joined by Drake University's Griff the Bulldog for 18 minutes of selfies. Oh, okay. I see how it is. In America, you send a dog to campaign for you, it's an adorable story. But if Africans elected a bush pig as mayor, people would call us a weird continent. <laughs> Seriously, American politics is strange. You can just send a dog to fill in for you. It's a campaign, really, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna say, you can't do this in any other job. They'll never announce this on a flight. Ladies and gentlemen, the pilot is sick, but he sent his dog, Captain Snappy, to fly the plane. <laughs> you know what I worry about, though? Is now that Warren's dog is in the campaign, soon we could see other candidates going negative on that dog. You know, just be ads like, Elizabeth Warren's dog says he's a good boy, <laughs> but he has a record of peeing in the house. <laughs> and he's the father of 25 illegitimate children. <laughs> I'm Bernie Sanders and I approve this message. <laughs> All right, and finally, if you're planning on taking a cruise soon, you may want to think hard about what to pack. Carnival Cruise Line is adding a new dress code banning clothing that other guests may find offensive. The cruise line's new rule specifically bans clothing and accessories that has nudity, profanity, sexual suggestions, ethnic or racial commentary, and violence of any form. Some feel that this broad policy is a rather slippery slope for Carnival, saying there are some people who find lots of things offensive. Oh. <laughs> oh, this, this makes no sense. How are you gonna ban offensive clothing from a cruise? I mean, then you, then you must just ban cruises. <laughs> no, because all clothing on cruises is offensive. The whole point of a cruise is that you can finally wear that T-shirt that makes you look like you're naked, right? <laughs> Where else are you gonna wear that? To a job interview? <laughs> Where do I see myself in five years? Like this. <laughs> also, what do they mean, no clothing with racial commentary? So I can't wear my kill white people shirt to the buffet anymore? <laughs> my grandmother got me that shirt, okay? <laughs> my white grandmother. For real, why, why are we wasting time arguing about dress codes on a cruise? You know what we should be making? We should be making cruise ship rules that we actually need. Like, I have a few that I'll propose. I think we need a rule about how long people are allowed to wave when the ship is leaving, okay? <laughs> Five minutes, tops. You can't just stand there and wave for like an hour. It's too long, people. Bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. The ship's not even moved, bye-bye. <laughs> Waving made sense when we didn't have phones. You waved because you didn't know if you'd ever see those people ever again, bye! I hope the iceberg doesn't kill you. Bye! Bye! Now it's like, bye, bye, and then you're on the phone. Yeah, I saw you leaving. Let's FaceTime. Bye, bye! <laughs> this shit never ends. Also, here's another rule for cruise ships. People on a cruise ship can't bring that cruise attitude into the city that they're visiting, all right? That's what I like about airports. When you land at an airport, they get you into the mood for the city. If you land at LaGuardia, I don't care if you came from the Bahamas, in 10 minutes, you hate your life. <laughs> and now you're ready for New York. But you don't get that prep time on a cruise. No, everyone gets off the cruise, they're all in cruise mode, and then they're walking off the ramp in the same mood, running around New York, yay, vacation! <laughs> now you got these assholes running around 42nd Street, I'm trying to get to the goddamn train! <laughs> and also, cruise ships need to stop honking that huge horn. The whole city hears that thing, bah, bah, bah. We see you, you're on a cruise ship. <laughs> no one is on the shore like, is that a cruise ship or a bird? <laughs> I don't know, let's wave back and see if they wave. Bye, bye! <laughs> All right, that's it for the headlines. Let's move on to our top story. Today, 
was the seventh day in the impeachment trial of President Donald Jafar Trump. <laughs> and the big news is still the bombshell dropped by John Bolton, former national security advisor and broke-ass monopoly man. <laughs> you see, in his upcoming book, John Bolton claims that President Trump did in fact have a quid pro quo with Ukraine where he demanded dirt on Joe Biden and a side of fries. So, John Bolton has now thrown a wrench into Trump's impeachment trial, which has been a major topic of discussion amongst Trump's most trusted advisors, Fox News. Now, what's interesting is that not too long ago, John Bolton was clearly part of the Fox family. Joining us now, Fox News contributor, former U.S. ambassador to the U.N., John Bolton. Who better to bring in than American <laughs> Enterprise Institute scholar, Ambassador John Bolton? Ambassador Bolton, always good to see you. Ambassador, good morning to you. Good evening, Ambassador. Merry Christmas. We love seeing you each and every day. Ambassador John Bolton is being walked to the studio oh, by yeah, Steve Ducey. Trump wants to see if you're in shape. Yes. Trump wants to see if you're in shape. He's watching. Mr. President, this is what you can yeah. Whoa! <laughs> oh, man. If Shakira's hips don't lie, then those lips, those hips are pathological liars, because look at that, look at that. It, it looks like his legs are fused directly to his shoulders. It's like watching C-3PO trying to twerk. That's what that looks like. And you can tell, you can tell how much people at Fox cared for John Bolton. You know, he's like the goofy uncle who just wants to have fun and wipe Iran off the planet. <laughs> but now that Bolton's allegations could hurt President Trump, Fox News has made it very clear that he is no longer invited to the family cookout. We heard from other people uh, closely tied to the White House who said, look, John Bolton is simply trying to sell a book, and that's why the timing is so delicious. There is nothing Bolton adds to the conversation. As for John Bolton, well, it's really disappointing if he ends up being just another think tank type trying to cash in on his time in the White House. The only reason anyone cares about what Bolton has to say is because he was Trump's national security advisor, period. Yeah, that's exactly why people want to hear from him. Her tone makes her sound right, but the words are completely wrong. It's like somebody saying, the only reason anyone in the operating room listens to you is because you're the head of surgery. Yes, that's exactly it. But it's clearly obvious. Fox is now done with Bolton because he went against Donald Trump. And at Fox News, you can do a lot of things. But there's two things you can never do. Criticize Trump or have a regular-sized neck. <laughs> and no one is as butthurt over Bolton's betrayal as Lou Dobbs, Fox business host and guy who locks his car doors when he hears black music on the radio. <laughs> The way he talks, it sounds like he's already impeached Bolton from his friends list. John Bolton himself has been reduced to a tool for the radical Dems and the deep state. He served as Romney's foreign policy advisor during Romney's failed 2012 presidential run. Romney's long had connections with foreign policy rhinos and they with him. Bolton, one of them. See how it works? You bet. Not so complicated, is it? Am I the only one who doesn't understand that chart? <laughs> because according to Lou Dobbs, the Vinman brothers have no connection to each other? <laughs> How does that work? Well, when they were kids, did they only communicate through Bolton? <laughs> it was like, Mr. Bolton, tell my brother to give my toy back. No, Mr. Bolton, tell him I said he can only have it tomorrow. Both of you calm down. It's my toy. Ah, ha, ha. 
And it's really sad that Lou Dobbs is so anti-Bolton now, because until a few months ago, till a few months ago, it seemed like he was Bolton's number one fan. I think uh, anyone who knows John Bolton is celebrating uh, because of his, uh, his intellect, his capacity, his experience, his talent. John Bolton is one bright, highly knowledgeable individual who has the interest of this country and this president in mind every step of the way. John Bolton served this president well, and we thank him for his service. I don't think most people realize what a respected uh, figure you are a respected attorney, uh, and you know, we never talk about that. But anyway, John Bolton, a Fox News contributor, a great American. Damn. <laughs> One minute, John Bolton is a great American. And the next, he's a tool for the deep state. I haven't seen a flip like that since bread. <laughs> yeah, think about it, for all of history, for all of human history, we were like bread as the life force that has sustained human civilization for thousands of years. Then all of a sudden, five years ago, we were like, you, bread! <laughs> I ate sandwiches on lettuce now! <laughs> but Fox News has put out a clear message to every single one of Trump's supporters. It doesn't matter how much they liked you before. If you talk smack, they will turn on you faster than John Bolton on a Fitboard. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's easy to forget that while impeachment is going on, Donald Trump is still in office pushing his agenda forward. And you have to admit, it's a kind of weird system. He's being investigated for high crimes against the country. But in the meantime, it's just like, yeah, just keep doing your thing. It's all good. <laughs> like, imagine if other jobs work this way. It's like, Bill, we're pretty sure that you've been drinking and driving the school bus, but uh, until we figure it out, you just keep popping those wheelies, man. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll let you know. So while the trial continues, Trump is still doing president stuff. And at the top of his to-do list lately is keeping people out of America, starting with supersizing the travel ban. President Trump is planning to widen its controversial travel ban. The plan will prohibit nearly all people from seven countries. Now, the new restrictions are expected to be announced on Monday. If our country has to be safe, you see what's going on in the world. Our country has to be safe. So we have a very strong travel ban and we'll be adding a few countries to it. Yes, Donald Trump is expanding his infamous travel ban. And it looks like it's gonna be six countries from Africa and Asia and one from Europe, just to throw people off the scent. <laughs> you know, yeah. Trump's travel bans are like a reverse Oscars, a bunch of brown nominees and then one token white one thrown in for diversity. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know, I know Trump's State Department claims they're doing this to keep America safe. But it is starting to feel like Trump really just wants to ban the entire world, but he's doing it a few countries at a time, just so he doesn't look crazy. You know, it's almost the same way, like how I treat the, 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 dessert, the dessert at a buffet, you know? Yeah, I'll just be like, yeah, I'll just have one of these. Yeah, maybe some of these, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't see there was cheesecake. There's cheesecake, do you want another cheesecake? I've, I've, I've got to have the cheesecake. I'll, I'll come back, I want <laughs> Either way, the travel ban is about to get even broader. But while Trump is trying to stop people from moving here, He's also preventing them from being born in America in the first place. The Trump administration issued new rules today aimed at cracking down on so-called birth tourism when women travel here to give birth so their children will automatically become U.S. citizens. And it comes after President Trump has railed against birthright citizenship. You're a dictator who we hate and who's against us. And that dictator has his wife 
have a baby on American soil. Congratulations. Your son or daughter is now an American citizen. Does anybody think this makes sense? Okay. <laughs> Why would a dictator want their child <laughs> to be born as an American? What, what's the game plan? What, just have the kid born here, become a US citizen, and then when the kid returns home, be like, I have an American hostage and I have some demands. It's like, dad, what are you doing? Shut up, infidel. <laughs> now, now, even though Trump's example is crazy, he's not wrong about people abusing birthright citizenship. Every year, thousands of rich foreign women fly to America just to give birth so the baby can be a US, US citizen, and then they fly home. And if you ask me, it's a good example of the Constitution being behind the times. Right, cause back then, when they came up with birthright citizenship, no one was just flying in for the weekend. Yeah, back then you were considered an explorer if you went more than three towns over. Yeah, people in New York were like, did you hear? James went to New Jersey and he survived. <laughs> so I get, I get wanting to limit birth tourism, but the question is, how is Homeland Security gonna determine who's coming in just to give birth? Cause that could get pretty awkward at the airport. Well, the border agent is just gonna be like, hey, no pregnant women allowed. Oh, you're, you're not pregnant? Okay, fine, you can come in, but <laughs> take a spin class or something, come on. <laughs> so maybe curbing birth tourism isn't the craziest idea, but Trump isn't just going after rich families, no. He's also targeting the tired, huddled masses yearning to breathe free. And the Trump administration has scored a victory in its effort to place new restrictions on legal immigration. The Supreme Court has cleared the way for the government to deny green cards to immigrants if they sign up for public assistance like food stamps or Medicaid, or if they're considered likely to apply for such assistance in the future. Yeah, in other words, Trump wants to block poor people from staying in America, which explains the updated inscription on the Statue of Liberty. Bitch, better have my money. <laughs> and honestly, this is... It is kind of depressing because coming from nothing and building a life for yourself is literally the American dream. It's basically what the country was founded on. Well, that and the freedom to get weird ass haircuts, but that <laughs> mostly. And the irony of this law is that Trump's own mother arrived in America as a poor immigrant with barely any money to her name. So if these rules were in place when she came over, she probably wouldn't have been allowed to stay. She would have been denied a visa and sent packing and then there would be no President Trump. So I'm not saying the law is terrible, I'm just saying <laughs> it's about 100 years too late. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight co-created and starred in the hit Comedy Central series, Broad City, and now, has her first stand-up special on Amazon Prime called The Planet is Burning. Please welcome Ilana Glazer. <laughs> welcome back. Hi. Thanks. Welcome back to the Have show. And uh, congratulations on, this is your first comedy special, yes? Yeah, it is my first. Yeah, congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the title seems very real though, The Planet is Burning. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it is like my lens through which I think things are funny. Right. Where it's like, the planet is burning <laughs> and we're not 
talking about it all the time. It's like pathetically funny. Uh -huh. um, but also I thought if I was gonna have billboards and repeat a phrase over and over it, this is probably a worthwhile one. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, thanks. It's like a title you can use, it's for you, and then it's, it's for the planets it's, at the same time. It's precious sky time right. and air time, yeah. Right, it's free, it's free uh, climate change advertising, that's exactly. what it is, at the same it's time. Truly, exactly, I like, yes. like it's Now you've made Amazon pay to advertise about climate change. <laughs> I know, I, I recognize the irony, for sure. That is, yeah. that is, that is pretty amazing. Let's talk about the, the, the special as a whole, though. You, you've, you've done something different where it's like, you, you haven't tried to like mimic anyone's stand-up style. It's very much you, it's very much your comedy and just your vibe. When you went into it, were people like, we want to see Ilana from Broad City, or were they like, no, we want to see like your, your, your improv roots or your stand-up roots? Were you worried about what people wanted to see? I'm still worried. You know what I mean? I'm like, who am I? You know, <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm still totally <laughs> worried. <laughs> but uh, I love stand-up, and it's such a, I mean, it's classic. It's so, it's the OG art style, it's OG comedy. Um, and it's just a different path, I guess, that I've had uh, to be able to form my character through Broad City. Uh -huh. But um, I, I don't know that I'm, there was like one, not, I, I'm not one to like search bad uh, reviews or whatever, but there's one review that was like, she's, is she Alana Wexler or is she Alana Glazer? I'm like, bitch, I don't know, you know? <laughs> like, I'm working it out too. <laughs> so I just. Uh... <laughs> you, you have a, another show coming up called um, Horny for the Polls. <laughs> yeah. And polls yes. as in like voting polls, not the polls, not. <laughs> No, 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 I just want you to understand what, because like the words sound the same. I, I am so horny for the polls. You really are though. I in really like a, am. In like, a, like people don't know this about you or people do know this about you, but you are, you are not ashamed to be an activist at all. Like you, you don't hide that, you know, like a lot of comedians will be like, oh, I keep my politics out of my stand up. But you're like, no, I'm gonna tell you who I am, what I believe in politically, and I'm gonna fight for that. Yeah, I mean like, I don't really, I don't feel like I have a choice, you know? Like, I'm just not that person to be like, this is, the, this is me, and that, you know, it's just kind right. of like all flowing. So I don't, um, that's like what I have to offer is my perspective, although it's fine if people don't wanna talk about politics. And they're probably, I guess, Republican if they do, <laughs> if they don't want to. Um, but yeah, I consider myself more an advocate. I have a political organization generator, mm -hmm. and I'm going on tour in March, and every city that I do stand-up in, we're doing a voter empowerment dance party with generator. Are you, and then like, are they gonna get like registered to vote and, and engage? Yeah, so at the stand-up shows- you're, you're tricking people with like club. That's, that's what you're doing. 100%, that's it. That is like one of, that is one of the most gangster things I've ever heard. Like, uh, that's like, so people much. are gonna be in a club, oh, and then in the middle of the club, the lights come on, it's like, all right, register to vote. You guys wanna register to literally, vote. Literally, literally. It is so dorky. It's, um, you know, we're, my co-founder, Glennis, and I, we're nerds. We're horny for voting. Like, we're just like, this is who we are. So we do, we dance and we get down. And then every 15 minutes, I'm like, synagogue announcement, ha ha ha. But seriously, synagogue announcement. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we give um, information about upcoming local elections. In the middle of the party. You that, know, no, I love I, this idea. Yeah, I yeah, think, in the middle I think of the party. For, like, I think DJs have run out of things to say, personally. I mean, <laughs> like, like what's up, yeah, exactly. How like, long have we been putting our hands in the air? Yeah. How long have we been waving them around like we just don't care? Yeah. The roof has been on fire. No one's gonna put that thing out. That's right. Do you get what I'm saying? But now, this, I think all the DJs- is on fire. Yeah, all it's DJs cool should, to care, yeah, all know? DJs, they should follow your lead on this. Everyone should be like, beep, 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 register yeah. to vote, everybody. Yes, yes. That's right, get on out there to yeah. the park, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, that's right. I love it. Thanks so much.
Thank I love you it. so much. I hope everybody does it. I hope everybody watches your comedy and enjoys both Thank Ilanas. You. That are doing you. both things. Very funny. Thank Thanks. you so much for being on the show. Thank you. The planet is burning. It's available on Amazon Prime. And her horny for the polls comedy <laughs> tour begins March 4th. Ilana Glaze, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 